This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Our time is 10 minutes after 2 o'clock. Welcome to the last hour of the Power Zone right here on Power 98.7. We are in the festive season and money really then matters the most, right? Whether you have it, whether you don't, you find yourself wanting to use it one way or the other. This morning, we've roped in Leonie van Plessen, who joins us as the CEO of Microfinance South Africa, the organization. And here we'll be looking into Really, the festive season money matters. We know that it lays bare the challenges associated with the financial burdens in these trying economic times. 2023 has not really been an easy year for us in our pockets. The nation is debt-ridden. And this morning, we'll try to explore how we can beat our financial woes going into the festive season. And also, just looking at what we anticipate coming into the year 2024. We're breaking those generational debt burdens this morning and we have Leonie here who's on standby who'll just take us through what we need to know and how we can safeguard ourselves. Of course, looking at money's working for us. We are on 0861-987-000 railing behind the hashtag PowerZone this morning at katlerolrodi underscore my ex as well. Leonie, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you very much and thank you for the opportunity to talk to you today. Yeah, no, thank you very much for giving us uh, your time. I know very well that, uh, you know, we are trying to navigate uh, the trying economic times. A lot of people, you can never say that you've fared well uh, where the economy is concerned. We often see people also even tapping into uh, their savings to keep afloat. Others are even working towards uh, getting uh, two, three jobs uh, just to keep up with uh, this economy. On top of it, Uh, We have these generational debt burdens uh, that people are trying to navigate as well. So it has really, really been a lot. But before we go into all of that and more, uh, let's look at uh, Microfinance South Africa. Uh, Let's get to understand uh, the organization and what's on offer there. And then we'll go uh, into uh, these money matters. Yes, thank you so much. So MFSI is the um, reputable voice of the registered and legal um, microfinance credit provider in South Africa. Uh, we represent approximately 1,450 registered and legal credit providers providing short-term and unsecured credit um, to the, the credit environment. Um, all of our members are registered with the National Credit Regulator and they do comply with the National Credit Act. So you get your mushroomistas and you get your loan sharks and then you get your MFSA registered members who comply to the Necessary Act um, and assist consumers specifically with regards to um, access to credit where they previously mm. did not have access to credit. Mm. I mean, yours is a very uh, important institution. When you look at uh, really how then, as I was saying, we're finding ourselves uh, navigating uh, the trying times. Do you uh, see a lot of people around this time uh, tending to create some sort of a relationship with uh, credit? Or South Africa, when you look at how then we've been structured economically, you can say that over the years, there's just been a culture of uh, credit uh, that uh, tends into uh, some sort of a, a 
generational debt that moves from one generation to the next. How are you seeing us and how do we find your organization coming to mitigate here? Yes, I think with regards to debt, it is always difficult, specifically with regards um, to to the festive season. Mm. So consumers get into a spending habit, you know, keeping up with the Joneses, and that's where they actually create a lot of debt and a lot of anxiety for them um, when it gets to January, as we all know that. Mm. Um, So our members really provide um, consumers with responsible debt. Um, We do a proper affordability Make sure that you can afford it so that when you get into January and the festive season has gone, that you are not over-indebted, that you could actually afford this. But we are seeing, um, you know, a lot of debt-stressed consumers specifically mm-hmm. now. Like you said, it was a very difficult 2023, a lot of over-indebtedness, a lot of stress. And when it comes to the festive season, you know, the, the spending habits do increase. Mm-hmm. However, with regards to the National Credit Act, we have to comply to rules and regulations, mm-hmm. making sure that consumers can actually afford the credit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when it comes to consumers, it is very um, important for them to understand their finances. You know, what can they afford and what they can't afford and yeah. creating a budget to track their income and expenses, making sure that if they get an income and they do have expenses that they can afford it, and then obviously prioritizing essential expenses and allocating funds for savings. We cannot emphasize the need for savings enough because you never know when you are going to need it. Mm-hmm. And then educating yourself on investments and options um, for long-term financial goals. I think it's very, very important that consumers do educate themselves on their personal financial goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- that's very important, especially when you look at how matters of discipline also uh, come into the picture here. Understanding your finances, setting out uh, those priorities, pacing yourselves uh, nicely and ensuring that at least there's something there in the kitty uh, where your savings are concerned. But you find uh, people saying, at this point in time, I've been thrusted into this space by issues of retrenchments, uh, for instance, where they tend to turn your life upside down. We've also seen people now having a relationship with credit cards and and how then those tend to be abused over time because of keeping up trying to keep up with the Joneses and, and the likes in terms of our finances in this particular regard. Uh, would you say that we are faring well or we still have a long way to go, especially where those issues of credit cards and lifestyles and the likes are concerned because this actually essentially no money when we look at it? Yes, no, I completely agree. You know, those, that keeping up with the Joneses is unfortunately a reality Mm. and um you know getting a short-term unsecured um credit is usually the last credit that you get because you also get stressed Mm. um but i can really not stress it enough that you go to a legal and a registered credit provider make sure they are registered with the national credit regulator and they are registered with microfinance south africa and then when the consumers do find themselves in a very unfortunate situation where they can't repay the debt the first thing that they have to do is speak to their credit provider. Before they look into any other option is go and talk to your credit provider and tell them you're debt stressed, you're struggling, and what is the options for you? Because credit providers, specifically MFSI members that are registered with the National Credit Regulator, Mm. we are open to talk to consumers. And I think banks are really also open to talk to consumers. 
and to say, guys, we know what you're going through. You are going through retrenchments. You are going to less income, more expenses, inflation going up, you know, and interest going up. So talk to your credit provider if you are finding yourself debt stressed. Mm. Um, I think this is the, the message that the um, MFSA really wants to communicate is um, we don't want to see consumers stressed. We don't mm. want to see, you know, them falling into more bad habits. Have a relationship with your credit provider. They are willing and open to talk to you. Uh, and also, Leonie, do we tend to find people getting declined because of the fact that they have a lot of credit as well, where then you're seeing people trying to take chances and approaching multiple providers just so they can keep up with maybe probably their needs as, as per se or pertaining to their finances. I mean, you, you spoke about how you often also it's a must that you need to do verification and advise people accordingly in terms of how then they're handling their debts and the likes. Do we see people really being pushed into that pressure of trying to apply even when you know very well that your chances would then be minimal? Yeah, so that's why I said that there's legal credit providers and there's illegal credit Mm. providers. So when you do have access to credit, make sure that you do it with a legal credit provider. We are seeing a lot of fraudulent mm. activities that are do, that are taking place, you know, upfront fees that consumers have to pay in order to have access to credit and to order to get a loan. You know, no credit provider would ask you to pay an upfront fee. fee. That really doesn't happen. So a credit provider would work in initiation fee, a service fee, and interest, but no upfront fees at all is necessary. I think in order to... Um, to assist consumers, it is very important for them to check their credit reports. Um, obtain your free annual credit report on an annual basis from your credit bureau. Make sure that you understand your credit credit scores and the factors that influence them, and also if there is discrepancies on your bureau. So make sure that you contact the bureaus in South Africa, get your credit reports, understand what's going on in your financial situation, and if you do require access to credit and you do... Um, you know, qualify for that, make sure that it is with a legal credit provider. Mm. I think there's a lot of responsibility on the credit providers to comply with all of the acts and the regulations, but I also want to put a responsibility on the consumer to make sure that they make an informed decision, that they can afford this, and also that when they um, apply for this credit, that they know that they can repay it. I also wanted to understand then, Leonie, about issues of, uh, you know, discipline in terms of how does one then go about issues of discipline? Because that plays a very pivotal role, like us going into next year, that January that we spoke about, where we often see people get paid earlier because of the festive season and the likes. And we find them just in the first part of January, they're already counting cents and the likes. How important does discipline, uh, you know, come in uh, where this is concerned? Because discipline then would see you also pushing to get to understand your uh, your your credit report. Uh, you also tending to speak out when you are uh, 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 really stressed and going through the most. And also, just as we talk about discipline, uh, let's try to understand why people tend to be so scared uh, when it comes to them not being able to meet their obligation because. You often see people then avoiding those zero one one numbers, 
010 numbers and the likes. Why do we find people often psychologically? Is there something that maybe you not being able to keep up psychologically? Is it something that it does to you that says to you that maybe probably you find people not being able to communicate adequately? Yes, now I think discipline is very important from the consumer's point of view mm. because um, you would get SMSs and contacts to say you qualify for, say, 50,000 rand or 10,000 rand loan. But I really want to, I can't stress this enough, is consumers have to say no to unnecessary debts. Differentiate between essential and non-essential purchases and differentiate between, between things you really need and think you, things you really want. And then also prioritize paying off high interest debts to save on interest and um, making sure that you resolve that debt as soon as possible and always consider alternative ways to fund purchases without accumulating debt. I think discipline is very important. It's not always easy. You don't always want to do it, but I think you have to do it because you have it to have a future um, forward thinking strategy in order for you to not have stress. Financial stress is unfortunately a, a reality for consumers. And we are seeing debt stressed consumers, you know, so over indebted and so stressed that they often um, have very negative thoughts because they can't repay their debt. Mm. But like I said, if you find yourself in a difficult situation, the first stop would be to talk to your credit provider, but make sure that you are disciplined in the decisions that you make, specifically this festive season. Sandile is here uh, with us, Leonie. He also wants to ask a question. Uh, Sandile. Yes, um, uh, Leonie, I wanted to ask, right? So um, you speak about uh, being able to distinguish unnecessary debts and necessary debts, right? Um, I personally know someone who wanted to buy a car, but because they had zero credit, they couldn't get a car. Mm. And they had to go back then and uh, open a store account or something like that. Would you advise uh, people who don't have any credit to just at least try to go out and um, uh, try to open a small credit account or clothing credit account or whatsoever account. Or even, I think, I'm thinking now of how one can build their, cre- uh, their credit score is maybe through the subscriptions that we do online, your Netflix subscriptions, your um, DSTV subscriptions and all those things. Mm. And, and also, if I can add on there, Leonie, why is that so? Uh, because uh, why do you have to have a credit to get a credit? Uh, maybe it, let's try to uh, <laughs> make people understand uh, because... Uh, Often you'd hear maybe people saying that it, 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 it borders on security for the provider, but also you are a person that is new and entering this space. You want to buy a car, you have just secured your job, but you, you have to get yourself into that credit for you to get credit. Yes, so um, I think every one of us started off at some stage, you know, where we wanted access to credit, but we were declined because, you know, the banks couldn't see a track record. So they couldn't really look at your spending habits and if you could repay and if they basically trusted you as a consumer. So that is the reality is you have to build up a credit score in order for you to have additional access to credit. I think, um, you know, there is numerous ways in which you can do it. However, I think financial education on what credit to take up and how much to take up is very, very important. Because when you enter the credit market, the certain institutions will actually provide you with more credit than you can actually afford. But because you want to build up this credit record, you take that credit and you don't know how to spend your money. And then you find yourself after a year or two in an over-indebted spiral where you keep on paying off credit, but you have to take it again. 
and because you didn't know how to spend money. So if you want to build up that track record and show your other financial institutions that you can repay this, make sure that you rather take less than more. Rather be more on the um, conservative side than on the liberal side. I think it is important for credit providers to see that you can repay that credit, but I would say don't take up all of the credit that is afforded to you at one at you know at one stage. Mm, mm, that that is very important, and I also wanted to then understand as well, uh, Leonie here, uh, to say that uh, we know a lot of people that would then find themselves in the red, and they would try to you know rehabilitate. So you find that. Over time, maybe, for instance, you have been running away from, uh, a, a, you know, some, someone that that you owed or an institution that you owed. You get uh, handed over to debt collectors and the likes and uh, there you then tend to comply and, and the likes and you find yourself maybe probably back to a clean bill of health. Can it ever be a clean bill of, of health? Uh, how long does it take before you... You become really attractive to credit providers per se because of the fact that maybe over time you had dented your opportunities or chances. Do we see people often being able to survive or come back or the moment you find yourself really in the red, you must just know that even in the future it's going to block a lot of opportunities for you? No. Definitely, you know, um, you will you will be able to rehabilitate yourself. Mm. It, it it all depends on you know in how much trouble you are, and what process that you that you follow. So there's definitely definitely different routes for you to address these um, concerns. So like I said, the first one is go and speak to your credit provider before mm. they hand you over to a debt collector. Um, I want to urge consumers not to be ashamed. Rather, go to your credit provider before you see something is going to happen and you will not be able to make your payments so that the credit provider can restructure something for you and assist you with regards to your repayments before it goes onto your credit bureau and report. That's why your report is so important. Mm-hmm. The fact that you understand your report to see, you know, what is happening there. Then there's also other arrangements that you can make. You know, you can get hand over to a debt collector. You can go to an alternative dispute resolution agent that you can also find on the National Credit Regulators website to see how can you... Um, structure the state in order to pay everyone back before you get listed on the credit bureaus. And then there's other options as well, like debt counselling, mm. um, where you cannot have access to credit for five years um, and more until you have repaid the debt. So it all depends on what process you want to follow. But can you rehabilitate after, you know, going under debt counselling, talking to an alternative dispute resolution agent, or just to your credit provider? 100%. And you can actually clean up your record again and get access to credit again. Yeah, no, this is exactly why then people need to be sure that they are aware of their finances because just turning a blind eye would often lead one into problematic areas. And and I also wanted to find out as well from you, Leonie, in terms of just the, you know, do we see a lot of people 
and then reaching out to organizations and where are those organizations uh, your dead berus and and the likes uh, can they reach out to you guys as an organization here uh, as microfinance south africa uh, to say i need guidance here uh, in terms of how to go about my finances uh, i've been in the red for the longest of time i want to start uh, 2024 on a, a you know better footing here uh, where then i become uh, responsible where my finances are concerned Yes, so I think this is where the credit ombud also comes mm, in. Yeah. Um, the credit ombud would also assist um, consumers with that. Um, consumers are more than welcome to contact the MFSI and the credit ombud, mm. and we can assist them with registered and legal you know, um, options that they can actually follow. Um, but if the consumers are listening tonight and they're big yeah. stressed or worried about the future, I want to urge you guys, pick up the phone tomorrow, speak to your credit provider that are willing to negotiate to you, um, with you. You know, there's no need for you to, to stress over this festive season, to have a dull festive season. You can still enjoy your life and make an arrangement. But if you can see, you know, you need something more like ADR assistance or debt counselling, make sure that you visit the NCR's website, www.ncr.org.za. And there you will find registered and legal debt counsellors who can assist you and alternative dispute resolution agents who can assist you as well. But I think the first call would be to speak to your credit provider. They are always willing to assist you. Leonie, I really, really appreciate you giving us your time this morning. And I'm hoping that our listeners also got the best out of how they can, you know, make up, you know, and really get into a better, you know, financial footing where they can gain control as well. But before I let you go, it has been a question that has been on my mind and just kept disappearing and the likes. In terms of debt, how, how does it work? Can a debt uh, expire? When does it expire? And, and if it's expired do we still see you and your name listed there on the credit bureau and and the likes because i had someone saying that uh, you know there are debts that get subscribed or, or the likes if that is the right term uh, but then that doesn't always often work uh, for you as someone that is in the receiving end how, how does that that work Yes, so there is um, such thing as um, prescribed oh, debt. Prescribed. Um, so after, um, I think it is three years, your debt prescribes and you actually have a clean slate again. Um, but, you know, in those um, three years before your debt um, prescribes, you know, you go through so much anxiety and stress. So I would rather say speak to your credit provider mm. um, so that you don't get over-indebted. But there is prescription of debt. And... I really want to, to, to tell consumers that if you are facing financial difficulties, yeah. you can always be rehabilitated. You can always have a clean credit bureau report after you go through the right channels in order to mm. repay your debt. Awesome. There's always light at, at the end of the tunnel and you can really get the best out of your finances in these trying economic times. So it's very important uh, for us to know what is happening around us. And we have organizations like Microfinance South Africa uh, with Leonie here. We have the Credit Ombud. We have the National Credit Regulator. So we're spoiled for choice here uh, where we have even our, our service providers, our credit providers that can sit us down and come through uh, with a plan or a structure. Leonie, I really appreciate your time. Uh, this morning let's touch a base soon enjoy the rest of what's left of 2023 uh, we'll touch base uh, in the coming year
Great. Thank you so much. Have a good uh, morning. <laughs> yeah, no, same to you. Uh, Leonie van Plitzen uh, coming through there as the CEO of Microfinance South Africa, uh, the organization, and uh, just uh, taking us into uh, really uh, the corner, the financial space. Uh, we really want to ensure that we get the best out of our finances in 2024. We break uh, this generational uh, debt burdens that have existed over time, and uh, we really become uh, the light that our families and our our generations have been waiting for uh, for quite some time. We need to have a greater relationship with debt. Let's avoid finances. Finances. Let's mm. let's avoid swiping credit cards left, <laughs> right, and center uh, because uh, that's a credit at the end mm. of the day. Let's just uh, you know maybe approach uh, 2024 a little bit uh, different. Don't avoid uh, those zero one one zero one zero 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 numbers. Uh, you know, just, uh, just say to them, well, I'm, I don't have money right now, mm-hmm. but I'd like to just have someone uh, speak to me so we can structure yes. uh, something that." will really really uh, go a long way you've been listening to a power 98.7 podcast for more podcasts visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts